0: hello again so today we have two things to discuss first on the agenda this is our final podcast (laughs) oh my god yes this is our final podcast final episode i'm super excited i had so much fun and i will definitely continue podcasting Getting the topics from our professor had made life so easy and made things more comfortable to continue podcasting. Um, It's been so helpful. It's much easier than having to brainstorm for topics. Anyways, I am definitely going to continue, like I said. Maybe not within the same field, but... We'll see. I am very open and I really enjoy um, doing the podcast every other week. I am most grateful for the skills that I have learned and the knowledge gained during the semester. A special thank you to our professor for her hard work and most importantly for presenting the course in such a fun and engaging manner. I really, really enjoyed everything. All right, now that I've said everything for uh, the last episode, well, everything in regards to the fun part of the semester, let's move on. So today we're discussing the residential school system. And honestly, guys, this topic is so sensitive for me. I had the opportunity to do the intro to Indigenous Studies last year and I did the blanket experiment and I was so moved and emotionally distracted and like shoveled by the idea that humans like myself can do something so horrific and think it's okay. From an emotional perspective, I hate even having to imagine the trauma. I get anxious and immediately I feel depressed. Because I have to mentally imagine myself in the situation to get a good sense of what may or could have happened um, with the residential school system. What's more painful is that religious groups that we associate ourselves with was all apart, was involved in this horrific event. I have a hard time believing that the religion that I uh, that I I've, I've grew up with and grew to love, the religion that teaches me about love, forgiveness, acceptance, and hope, couldn't exercise these same beliefs and strong empathetic values to the indigenous people. So, the topic itself is very very sensitive for me and um i tend to get a little bit emotional so just bear with me in case i start crying during my letter i'm just giving you a heads up but um yeah just bear with me with all that said let's get into my letter So as you know, the instruction for this podcast was to write um, our opinions in the form of a letter. So here we go. To whom it may concern, I first wanna start off by apologizing to the indigenous community. I can only imagine the trauma you have, you had to live. As an immigrant, I feel it is essential to ask for your forgiveness. I ask for forgiveness first for my religion. Although I don't practice, I was born and raised Catholic, and some of the values and belief system that I have learned and that have shaped who I am today still governs my life. I am ashamed that the religion that my parents choose to raise me in was the group responsible for dehumanizing you. I feel ashamed, I feel disappointed, and I ask that you do not judge. Everyone or every Catholic based on the few that have caused you and your children so much pain. I also ask for forgiveness for blindly living on your land without giving you the respect you deserve. Ignorantly, I have joined the masses and stereotype you without understanding and knowing your full story as a black woman i should know better coming from an ethnic group that shares the same fate in the ha- in the colonizers hand i should know better as a mother i feel i have a better understanding of your grief the grief you have endured just entertaining the idea of losing my daughter brings tears to my eyes and i hope that i will never have to experience such the residential school system, by far, has been one of the most, or one of the worst, um, strategies used by the colonizers. I believe that its recentness is what is appalling. Although an apology was given, I find the apology was more based on formalities and not genuine. For me, a sincere apology is reinforced by actions. Having the victims beg for compensation is not genuine. Having the victims prove they were, they were abused is not genuine. Most importantly, apologizing for one system but creating most systems in different form is not authentic. A sincere apology means we feel sorry for our behaviors and the hurt and pain that it caused, but most importantly, not create similar policies or system that will generate more hurt and pain. Just do what I do. I like you guys know, I always I like to leave my episodes with suggestions for a possible solution. The residential school system was an incident that happened in the past, supported by our government, our religious groups, and many other influential organizations in our society. Unfortunately, we can't undo the past. However, we can and we should, together, ensure that incidents as such never happen or reoccur. So here's what I suggest. I suggest that our government start what I call a decolonizing system. This system basically focuses on undoing what colonization has done. For example, indigenous people are the actual owners of the land. Let us start by one, giving them full rights of the land and not the queen holding it in trust for them. Two, Stop going back on our promises. Every time the government have a new project to develop, example, the pipelines, they retract some of the promises that they made to the indigenous people. Let us stop that. Number three, let us stop having the indigenous people prove their indigenousness. We are never asked to prove our identities, our ethnic group. Once we present our passport or we were born in a place, it is just, assumed that that is a birthright, like I should say. So why should we have the indigenous people prove the indigenousness? Number four, water reserve. Let's cut out all the formalities and do the right thing. Water falls on the basic human needs. And if we are considering the indigenous people as humans, we should not be talking about clean water and reserve in this day, in this age. Number five, our missing females. The national inquiry report on missing indigenous women has left us all speechless. I understand all women are marginalized and it has become a norm to oppress females. The patriarchal society that we live in has supported this ideology. However, we have seen a particular hierarchy form in our society among women. Unfortunately, the indigenous women fall at the bottom of the scale. Families are left looking for their loved ones because the system that you have implemented has failed them. Your system ignore them. It takes the RCMP 30 days to do a basic search for an an Indigenous girl. The 2009 National Inquiry final report revealed that persistent and deliberate human and Indigenous rights violation and abuse are the root cause behind Canada's staggering rates of violence against Indigenous women and girls. The final report suggests suggests the majority of indigenous women and girls security is crucial <coughs> and needs to be addressed. Why are your system why are your system not protecting them? Why are they begging for protection and security? The TRC apology apology sorry was based on what happened in the residential schooling system. The government promised not to allow such to happen moving forward. However, a recent report from the Native Women Association of Canada reported that the RCMP refuses to add Indigenous children to our Amber Alert system when they go missing. Can we start truly protecting them? Thank you again for listening. I am grateful for the opportunity to share my views. And honestly, I feel good. I have always wanted to say this, but never had the platform. So today I share this with you and hope that moving forward, we will all make, make it our responsibility to help end oppression and injustice to our, our Indigenous brothers and sisters. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.